here we are again, looking to the Word of God to be our comfort. We thank God for the privilege of being able to come and share with you again this morning as we go through these adverse circumstances. I remind you that I'm sharing with you from the Word of God where we looked at a verse in Proverbs 24, verse 10, where it says, If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. That reminds us that there will be a day of adversity. It reminds us that we can faint. It reminds us that we can do without fainting. It reminds us that if we faint, our strength is small. Why? Because God has given constellations. God has given comforts that we can rely on. His promises are great for us to rely on. And Job 15 and verse 11, he says, Are the consolations of God small with thee? Is there any secret thing with thee? Yes, these sympathies, these consolations, the things that God consoles us with, the act of consoling, he asks, are they small? Can they not do the job? He said, is there anything that you know that I don't know? Is there any secret with thee that I don't know? This morning, I want to share with you and this matter of adversity and, and remind you that adversity is God's call for self-examination. Adversity is God's call for self-examination. Many of us are quick today to examine the lives of others. And because we are so busy doing that, we fail to examine our own lives. And God has to get us to examine our own lives through adversity. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 31 and verse 32, he says, For if we would judge ourselves, we will not be judged. When was the last time that you stopped and paid attention to yourself? And God showed you what needs to change. Maybe you're hearing my voice this morning. And God has been speaking to you over and repeated times about giving your life to Jesus. Trusting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you have trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior. But since then, God has been tugging on your heart, speaking with you, asking you to surrender yourself to him. But there is something, are some things that just keep you away. Sometimes we look at other people and say, oh, I don't want to be a Christian. Look at that person. If that person is a Christian, I don't want to be a Christian. That should motivate you more to be a child of God. He says, for if we would judge ourselves, when was the last time you stopped and paid attention to yourself? and saw the things that needs to change. When was the last time you examined yourself? If we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. Wow. 
God allow these things to come to us to help us that we will not be condemned with the world. In Revelation, the third chapter and the 19th verse, he says, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Yes, because of the love of God, he allows adversity to come our way. He says, As many as I love, I rebuke and I chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. God requires that we search out, confess, and forsake our sin. For in Proverbs, the 28th chapter, and verse number 13, he says, He that covered his sins shall not prosper, but whosoever confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. He that covered his sins shall not prosper, but whosoever confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. We are reminded, oh, every time that we go to take the Lord's Supper, before taking the supper, we are to examine ourselves. This morning, we are not taking the Lord's Supper, but I'm asking you, if you would just stop and examine yourself and see if there be anything that God is saying to you that needs to change, and you would be willing to say, Search me, O God, and know my heart today. Try me, O Savior, and know my thoughts, I pray. See if there be some wicked way in me, and cleanse me from every sin, and set me free. Self-examination does not depend on what others think about you, but what the Bible says about us. If things are going well for us, we tend to not be so much concerned with God and the things of God. So God sometimes have to stop us in our tracks and make sure that we are paying attention to him. And he does that by allowing adversity to come our way. When evil seems not to depart from our homes, it is possible that we have regarded evil to those who did good for us. For in Proverbs chapter 17 and verse number 13, he says, Whoso rewarded evil for good, evil shall not depart from his house. God has allowed adversity to come our way, but he has allowed it to come our way for our benefit. This morning, I want us to look at these adverse circumstances that we are facing. And let's stop and examine ourselves not put ourselves up against somebody else and check ourselves by that person and see how well we are doing. Because the truth of the matter is, we can find someone that's not doing as well as we are and we can surely look good in the eyes of others or we can surely look good in our, in our own eyes. But this morning, as we examine ourselves, I would like for us to stop and examine ourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and see how close we are to God, and see how much we are living this Christian life like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And if he shows to us that we are not as close to God as we think we are, I trust that we would stop. We would stop and allow what God is doing to us to bring us to the place in our lives. We would stop and ask God to forgive us. As I look at the world today, as I look at the believers today before this pandemic, Oh, there are so many indifferent believers just going through the motion, 
the fire, the zeal, all of this that we once had for many had gone out. And I pray that this pandemic will bring us closer to God. This will bring us closer to God. I pray that as we find ourselves before God every day, asking him to have mercy, that this would not be because we are going through these adverse circumstances, but it will flow over into the rest of our lives and that God will be honored and glorified. I pray that St. Martin would not be the St. Martin again after this because of the praying of the believers. I pray that the Caribbean would not be the Caribbean that it was after the praying of the believers. I pray that this world would not be the place that it was, but it will be a different place, a better place for us to live in. And I pray that the church will not be the church that it was so cold and indifferent, but we would get on fire for the Lord. Father, this morning, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you said, in whatsoever state we are in, we must give thanks. So I thank you this morning for this pandemic all over the world. God, you are speaking and we hear you and we hear you strongly. Now help us to obey, oh God, what you're saying. May your will be done in and through our lives. And may this bring men and women, boys and girls to you for salvation. And God, may we dedicate the rest of our lives to you seeing how easily it can be taken away from us. Have mercy upon us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you all.